Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. It's episode 105 today where we'll be discussing Antonio Conte, whether he should be sacked in an overall debate on Tottenham's managerial situation. It's quite an interesting one, this, isn't it? It's something we've never really seen. Um, well, it, not in recent years at least, not in recent memory. We've got a manager quite blazonly just slagging off his players in the media. I mean, it's bizarre, isn't it? I mean, um, it's ridiculous. You know, he's slagging off the players, slagging off the owners, you know, he's slagging off the fact they haven't got any history. That's brilliant. Equally, uh, yeah. The only thing I would say is that everything he said is true. Obviously, we'll touch on that a bit mm. later, but I mean, yeah, a very bizarre situation. I think he's made it very clear his thoughts and feelings around Tottenham. And Antonio Conte, once again, is proving that he is a Chelsea man. Yeah, it's, it's the sort of thing you expect from Mourinho, isn't it? Yeah. In his third year, when he's, a, when he's on his way out. But yeah, it's just not like that for Conte. Tottenham is clearly a lot of disgruntlements behind the scenes and that's spilling over into the media. Yeah. And now Conte's leaving some quite interesting I quotes. Mean, the thing is, uh, the press, think, but... as he said, he's he's tried to hide it since he joined, but now he just can't be bothered. Well, yeah. Well, what, what is the point in him hiding it anymore? I yeah. think it's quite obvious he won't have a job come the summer, and we're going to discuss the reasons for why that is, and we're going to discuss the reasons why he's not been sacked yet. I think it's uh, first more interesting to look at those Antonio Conte comments. I picked a couple out. From we a, could have gone through them all, yeah. but you know, that's, from that's a neutral whole... point of view, it's awful. hilarious. Off of a Tottenham fan, it must be. You know, awful, yeah. but from a neutral point of view, it is absolutely hilarious. Well, I think you'd have to laugh if not, you're yeah. going to cry. But yeah, it is a few. I won't attempt to Italian accent because I think that will border on a hate crime. But he said things like, "I see selfish players, players that don't want to help each other, uh, and don't put heart into this." So, you know, already really going at the players there. And then he says, "I only see eleven players that play for themselves." Uh, and then, of course, on Tottenham, Tottenham's story is this for 20 years as the owner, but they've never won anything. Why? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just amusing, isn't it? Um, and also, I mean, the one I remember was obviously the first one that kind of spooled over when Richarlison said that he he had had a shit season and kind of <laughs> went out and said he, you know, he wasn't saying that Tottenham's season was shit, he was saying Charles was shit and that he agrees with what Richarlison yeah. said. Um, so, it's just not been correct, <laughs> No, and I, I mean, does is Conte just making himself a real, like, a problem? Because if you're if you're going to look at bringing in a manager now, are you seriously going to bring in a manager that's quite blatantly slagged off everything at the club? I think he's really damaging his career by doing this. Yeah, I mean, it is a very bad situation for both parties. You know, his clients having effect on both. The only thing I would say is that Conte isn't known. He isn't known for, you know, slagging off his players or, you know, belittling his, his club in the media. Look at Chelsea. Didn't see a hint of that. Well, until obviously... He didn't do anything in the media, but he did have quite a public uh, disagreement with Diego Costa at the time. And obviously that led yeah, to Chelsea's star man leaving the club. That's Diego Costa. I think he's. I think he's. I think yeah, because I disagree with about ninety five percent of people on the planet. Maybe, but I. I just feel Antonio Conte. Maybe he is. I mean, you'd imagine he's always, but you don't suddenly become a disgruntled character. He probably yeah, has he had this in the past, yeah. but now he's reached that point where he genuinely also, doesn't care. You mentioned that Diego Costa one. Do you look at it and go, look at the type of players that he is having a go at here, or he's battling in the media? It's players with you know, with big egos, very. Um, not aggressive and very, I don't know, whiny players. Yeah. I look at Diego Costa, I look at Richarlison, they're the type of players who are very big headed, 
uh, but you know, and sometimes when when they're when they're knocked down to earth a bit, they don't like it. Conte's a bit of a of a weird. He's a bit of an enigma as a manager because never won the Champions League, Antonio Conte. No. Never won the Europa League, I don't think. No. As far as I can remember. So no European success to speak of. Of course he's won the Scudetto with both Inter and Juventus. He's also won the Premier League with Chelsea and finished fifth with Tottenham. I don't know. But he's done he's done a lot of Whoa. different things in his career, but he's never oh, yeah. got those pinnacles. No. He's never managed internationally, so he couldn't have won any of those major competitions. Speaking but he's me. not won anything that I'd consider major. Of course he's won league titles and that's huge, but... He's in that weird sort of ground where he's not a bad manager. He's clearly one of the best managers in the world, or at least was at a certain time. But for whatever reason, it's never really worked out for him on the Europe's biggest stage. It's quite interesting, honestly. I mean, he is an exceptional, exceptional manager. Yeah, that much is evident. And I don't think his time at Tottenham, you know, people shouldn't forget how good a manager he actually is. Hmm. I I think, just to touch on Tottenham a little bit, and also go deeper, but it says something about Tottenham when Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte go in there and they can't fix anything. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's fascinating, isn't it? Tottenham, since they've sacked Pochettino, really haven't got it right with managerial appointments. But on paper, they all seemed fantastic. Yeah. Nuno Espirito Santo, he's a project manager. They brought him in after his fantastic spell at Wolves. You would expect him to buy, buy good talents at cheap prices, yeah. develop them and build a real squad there. For whatever reason, that didn't work out. They bring in Jose Mourinho, who is a title I mean, specialist. Arg- Mourinho wins stuff really. everywhere he goes. Not even him say, could win something. Not even he could win something. The best manager of all time. Arguably, there's a there's a case to be made. He's won Champions League with Porto. He's won a Champions League with Inter. He won multiple Premier Leagues with Chelsea, and of course Real Madrid. He had unparalleled, mm. well, not unparalleled success, but very good, a very good spell there. And yet he couldn't win anything at Tottenham. It's the only club in his career where he hasn't won something major. Manchester United even, he won the Europa League. That's the last time Man United won a trophy until their recent Carabao Cup success. But Tottenham are the only club he's failed at. Yeah. And then, of course, Antonio Conte, also known for winning trophies. He's got multiple FA Cups and Premier Leagues. He's got got experience in the English division and he couldn't do anything with Tottenham. They've brought in Premier League experienced managers. Managers who have battled. I mean, obviously, Nuno maybe not so much, but he's still in the Europa League places with Wolves. You know, teams that have battled, managers that have battled at the top of the Premier League, they came into Tottenham, nowhere near. Yeah. So, so where does the fault lie? Is it that the Everywhere. players that everyone that they've brought in Everywhere. haven't done well enough? Is it the board aren't investing enough money? Is it a mixture of the both? Are they bringing in the wrong players? There's so many different facets of Tottenham that, that we could we could spend rubbish. hours discussing, like how on earth the club has been run over the last few years. I think, but it's a mess. It's to, a complete yeah. mess. The club overall is awful. The players don't yeah. want to be there. I mean, every Tottenham fan I've spoken to is just disillusioned yeah. with the club right now, especially considering Conte's not gone. Like, yeah. you can't expect fans to just sit back and go, yeah, fair enough, when the bloke's literally That's just right going off. This, this club's a yeah. joke, aren't the, they? But, con- yeah. You don't, as any manager, no matter how bad things are going you know, inside the club, you never say anything to the media. The players don't want to be there. Well, we the, the fans past, are furious. When there's, the board don't yeah. invest enough money. When there's disgruntlements from the managers regarding the higher-ups, we've seen it. They, they criticise them, but I've never seen a manager criticise the players in, that, in the way, but also the board. We've seen, you know... Both sides. We've seen managers criticise players. We've seen managers criticise the board. I've yeah. never seen a manager criticise everything and still have a job. That's the that's the pivotal thing here. He went, Conte's he, still employed he by Tottenham. He generally went into an interview and said, 
20 years, no trophies with this owner. Yeah. Why? Why? But, yeah. I think Conte's not happy about the investment, or the lack of investment. Really? (laughs) But, equally, Tottenham had one of their biggest transfer spend in years. You go think back to the summer, obviously, Fraser Forster was a big coup. They obviously, more importantly, brought in the likes of Ivan Perisic on a free. That was a good bit of business. They brought in Yves Basuma. They brought in Richarlison. That's four transfers. That's more than they usually... They've had windows under Pochettino where they made zero transfers. Consecutive windows. You look at it and go, that team on paper is good enough to be challenging for trophies. It really is. But is it the system? Is it the, is it some of the individuals in the squad? You, you have Son, Kane, and Kuzeski as a front three. How on earth you're not challenging near the way? But uh, but it's just also it's the lack of investment in certain areas. Yeah, you've got a brilliant front three. Yes, you've got th- you know three fantastic but it, midfield it, options. Though? But you've got Clem and Longley and Eric Dyer at the back. Yeah, but Dyer's an England national. Longley played for Barcelona for a number of years. Romero's yeah, a good defender when he's not designed to run at people which and is, yeah, in the shins. He's booming at the shins 90% <laughs> of the time. So he's a good defender 10% of the time. Indeed, but he's a but... World Cup winner. And that's the thing. It's, it's, they've got a Euro finalist, a World Cup winner, and a bloke who used to play for Barcelona. They've and... got two World Cup winners. Hugo Lloris, of course, won yeah. in 2018. Was Longley there? No. <laughs> I don't know. I just right, knew he was French. I just don't. I don't think he was in the squad. I think it was in Titi and Kimpembe. You've got and a team Brand. that is full of title winners, and you've yeah. never won a title. It's fascinating, isn't it? But it, and it begs the question: Does this lead to Tottenham's biggest players? Even could will Harry Kane leave this summer? I mean, again, though, that's another player he has wanted, not wanted to leave. But if you have a player that's been rumored to leave for the last four seasons, why is he still there? There's so many weird things at Tottenham, aren't there? Like, they've got no squad, but they've got probably the best stadium in the Premier League. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe you could say Anfield and Old Trafford ahead of it. All the fans pay so much money to watch these games in a lovely fishbowl, and they watch complete crap. I mean, contact system, literally, I feel for you Tottenham fans. Like, go get counselling. Look at therapy because I've watched a couple Tottenham games this season, unfortunately. As a neutral, I want to cry. And they are the most boring team on the planet. They sit so deep it, yeah. and do nothing going forward. It's Sorry. just nothing it was ever a happens. Similar system for Antonio Conte at Chelsea, and he won the Premier League. So who does that? But it fall isn't on? the same system, and it's not the same era. Yeah, if you true. bring Fergie four four two into the modern day, He's I'm not saying it's going to get run over, right. but it's yeah. not going to be as successful. You've got to consider that time periods so change, systems change, football changes. It evolves. Yeah. Conte seemingly hasn't evolved with it. His system doesn't work anymore. But also, I don't know if he's applied it in the same way that he did with that Chelsea team. Yeah, and th- but then I think also then you look at. Um, you know, modern managers, modern era, new tactics. Look at Nuno Espirito Santo, a fairly modern manager with a modern tactic. And it fairly, still didn't work. literally is yeah, the yeah. job in management. And he still, it still doesn't work. Whatever Tottenham try, it never works. It does beg the question, where do Tottenham look in the summer? Who do you bring? If you're, so, put, put, your, put, uh, put yourself in Paratici's shoes. God, God they're huge. I don't know what size of speak. I might have tiny feet. But please have a paratici suit for a moment. Who are you appointing? And this this is what I touched on when I said that Conte's clients were bad for both Conte and the club. Because who on earth, what manager on the planet is going to listen to what Conte said and go, tell you what, I fancy that job. 
it'd be a massive paycheck someone with, line. Well, yeah, someone with aspirations currently a smaller team, you'd have to like, guess. But who? Well, my yeah, my sure. personal... If you go look at the, yeah. I don't know, Bromley manager, he'll probably fancy it. My personal sort of ring, hat in the ring, that's a saying, isn't it, would be Sporting's manager Ruben Amarim. I don't think you want to do that. Why not? He can challenge bet for trophies bet. Hey, look at that. We, that we, I think he'd take the investment, especially considering that Tottenham have played a 3-4-3. I don't know if they want to move away from that, but if they're happy with the current system, they just want someone to implement it much better. Ruben Amarim is the perfect coach. I think if you're sticking with the Portuguese league, Peter Schmidt, but I don't think you're going to get him out of uh, out of Benfica right now, but they're playing some oh, beautiful like football. Him. I would have him as a sort of outside bet. I think Benfica could win the Champions League. That's the problem. I've though. been saying this for and the last couple of days. I think the... Benfica will reach the final. So aren't... could you then get Schmidt? Aren't Sporting in the Europa League as well? Sporting will play so why, Juventus in the Why would Amarim leave? He's, he's like, you know, oh, no, you do not. They're not, they're not getting Amarim now. Oh, no, no, But no, you no, look no, at no. the sun. But, I mean, if he wins the Europa League, why is he going to jump ship? Because he's, he's already in that in that five months where Tottenham decided who they want to get because in. He's already got, got more success in the whole because, club. Because that's the ceiling for Sporting. Sporting, realistically, in the next 10 years, can't win a Champions League. They're probably going to struggle for Liga Portugal because Porto and Benfica seem to have relative dominance oh, no, over I that. I think there's more chance of Sporting than anything. Obviously, Sporting won the recent one. Well, that's not true. Well, I don't know. Sporting can't invest the sort of money a Premier League side can. Yeah, and that's so why we haven't seen a Portuguese winner of the Champions League for years. You can invest but... money into. No, like. but if you if you but start I was about, I was about to say, using money more intelligently, I was about to off their recruitment. Their recruitment's brilliant. Well, that's the thing when you identify Eves Basuma and still My can't only... get any performance out of him. It's like, how can Tottenham improve? Because it's yeah. not like their recruitment staff's done horrendously. No. In the past, we just can slag them off. To... Because Soldado is not a footballer. Yeah, that should no, be in the Premier League. Genuinely, genuinely <laughs> but no. Eves Basuma is a quality player, and he looks tragic at Tottenham. You look at. Um, Richarlison one of the best players in the league last year he scored one goal I think for Tottenham yeah he hasn't scored in the Premier League yet for Tottenham has he not no he hasn't got a goal yet no because he scored twice and and he's done because Petro Porres outscored him it was hilarious because the first time he scored he took his shirt off uh, and the goal got disallowed by VAR the second time he scored which was pretty recently he shushed Conte and then VAR disallowed the goal again so he still hasn't scored a Premier League goal for Tottenham but also, as I mentioned there, Pedro Porro just coming to the side. He used to crap. work under Ruben Amaro. Well, he just scored at the weekend after in the 3-3 draw with Southampton. Exactly. <laughs> Which is what prompted the comments from Antonio Conte. But... Yeah. I, mean, I understand. If you're 3-1 well up at Southampton, you lose, and you draw 3 it is, it feels like But it is that not on you as the manager? No. Tottenham played the most defensive football and they did it twice in the last six minutes. How? Because Eric dies on the football pitch. But the Forster's in goal. But Forster's done well. But he... It's harsh to say Forster's done yeah. badly. He, and I think, he is like obviously, England seven. call up now for Fraser Forster. Because there's no other fit English goalkeepers. I'd have gone Ramsdale, Pope and Dahl. Well, Pope had to um, oh, pull out. I'd have gone Ramsdale... Who's the other one? Forster. No, it's Ramsdale, Pickford, obviously. How on earth are we? But yeah, I'd have gone... Jack Butland. Obviously not. But that that's why Fraser Force has been yeah. called up. But and obviously Dean Henderson currently still out injured as well. Just to make a, just a different point, um but related to Tottenham, um, would be that they've changed managers, they've changed players, they have. they've changed personnel. The one thing they haven't changed 
is the owner. Yeah, but the owner can't change the owner. <laughs> yeah, no. Unless it sells. I know, but that is the only thing that hasn't changed in Tottenham. Because they've changed everything else and nothing's worked. But who buys Tottenham right Nobody. Now? No, who wants There Tottenham? is no legacy there. You've got a nice stadium, sure. You've, But I'm sure there's debt. There's going to be. There's no way Tottenham don't have a serious amount of debt. That stadium looks expensive. Oh, yeah, I can And Levy's it. not investing much. Yeah, well, you can afford it. You can buy the Tottenham Hotspur afford, Stadium. I can't wow. afford a seat in it, so let the whole stadium. <laughs> Indeed, but I, I just don't see Tottenham as an appealing asset right now. If you're looking to purchase a club in England, you look at Liverpool, you look at Manchester United, both currently yeah. up for sale. You even look at, like, Grimsby and go, that is more appealing. I'd rather buy Grimsby. Because Grimsby's still going to be a lot less expensive with, with a lot more passionate. I can understand why Ryan Reynolds bought Wrexham over any other team. Or to either Tottenham. I, I, well, I can understand why you buy clubs lower because obviously you can get them for cheaper and then build There's them up. There's probably more chance Wrexham win the Champions League than Tottenham do. Well, at some point in the future, you never know. But yeah. I, I don't know. I think Tottenham will lay their hands on Silverware. Obviously, it's now been... 17 years since their car. I think car- oh, was it Carlin Cup win? Yeah, I think he also won the Audi Cup. Remember that? Big, big trophy win that. I think I win pre-season tournaments. <laughs> Genuinely, it is embarrassing. But yeah, there's a lot to fix in the summer. I'm sure a lot of our content will revolve around that. But yeah, on, on Antonio Conte then, because I feel we've drifted onto Tottenham and I'm sure we'll talk about Tottenham again at some point. Today's video is on Conte. I know we've, oh, yeah. yeah gone a bit of a tangent as we tend to but the players want him out understandable the fans want him out why haven't they sacked Antonio Conte could cost him a lot of money well that, that's the exact point isn't it Antonio Conte if they were to sack him they're going to have to pay him compensation and probably about £2 million pounds, yeah. I reckon that's the usual compensation for a manager why pay that when he's going to be gone a few months also, anyway there's nothing left to play for this you, season you, Tottenham will look at it from if they, had, if they could get someone lined up they would but, but they, there's no yeah. one. Even Steven but Gerrard's got a new job. Who do you get at this stage? Where's Gerrard gone? Channel 4. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I've not said anything about Gerrard going anywhere. But, um, no, he's not. Yeah. Channel 4 signed up. Not even Sky or BT modern. <laughs> not even Amazon. Channel 4. Yeah, well, yeah. Amazon only on about two games yeah. a year. So. But yeah, Conte... There, there is no one to replace him. It's a lot of money to get rid of there him. There is, but I don't think you're going to get an upgrade on Antonio Conte right now. I think if you, in the summer you need to look at a man, manager that is a project manager. Yeah, but also someone that's going to be there for the long point, run. Just though, you look at the big managers on the market right now. Zidane, not a chance. Tuchel, not a chance. Mm. Who else? You know, um, is anyone else? Luis Enrique. Yeah, not a chance. Mm. They wouldn't. Why would you want to go there? I think uh, no, you could probably this get is what, Kiet, this is what I'm saying. I think Conte knows what he's doing because those clients he's made, no managers are gonna look at that and go, I don't I don't want that atmosphere. Yeah, he's hurting Tottenham really, isn't he? But yeah. Yeah. it's it's gonna be interesting to see how this whole situation unfolds. I don't think they will sack Conte unless he agrees to go for free. Because yeah. Conte's gonna happily take the check. Either you give me the money now or we're gonna long this out until the summer. But either way, Conte won't be here. Won't be at Tottenham no. come July. If he's there next season, I will be very, very surprised. It's going to take a miracle. It's going to take yeah, genuinely. a absolute miracle. But they looked a little better under Stellini, didn't they? Christian Stellini. Could you see Conte sort of? But what did he do? Going away with another sort of illness. I'm not doubting that he was probably <laughs> ill, but 
He, he did seem gone. like at that point because he came back didn't he and then went away again it seemed like he went no nah, yeah, I'm not and then I'm when he came back, back he just started slagging off his old team <laughs> yeah. but yeah Conte what does Cellini do that Conte doesn't them. unless he just makes the players feel better well probably <laughs> oh, I, I don't think that's going to take much work <laughs> you rock up oh, well that's Cellini you haven't called any of them a massive bellend in the media yet you're great we love you but... you're all so visual <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah uh, but he's just honest. You look, but you look at some of the best teams in football right now, and they create such a strong culture, such a strong identity. Look at Arsenal. Tottenham have no identity. There's no relationship between the player and the managers. It's so spiteful and hateful. You've got players shushing your the you, own manager. Yeah, it's such a bizarre but, situation. Um, do you think that the, the modern player managers actually work better? So the likes of Arteta, um, you know, we saw, and you know, we saw Frank Lampard did. Do they so work better the with getting a united team? Well, maybe they do because they they they've they've had that experience. Yeah. They were in the dressing room. They've been the other side of uh, I mean of I that think, line. I think I look at Lampard at Derby and Chelsea, and even Everton. I look at Arteta at Arsenal. I look at Xavi at Barcelona. The, the one thing you can say in all of those scenarios is they didn't lose the dressing room. Yeah. They yes, Conte. Sorry, yes, Lampard got sacked, but, he didn't but lose the it was quite room. evident the Everton players still. Yeah. Had and even a Chelsea, strong liking, even, and of course Chelsea don't hate him. No, that'd be mental. If any Chelsea player hated Frank Lampard, they wouldn't be the club anymore. Well, they, they might be, but well, if it came out, and then well, well, I was about to say Stephen Gerrard, but there was no. Uni. He didn't get Every sacked by Rangers, bit. and then Every single last <laughs> bit of man hated him. Indeed, but maybe that's an interesting question. Should Tottenham go and get a former player? I've heard that uh, Jermaine Genus. Jermaine Genus. Is- oh please. <laughs> Please, are we hilarious? But no, Ryan Mason will be the only one. We managed a cup final and got battered by City. Yeah, probably not the greatest idea. But that's the thing, I look at Tottenham X players and I go, none of them are any good. Like Bale you know, is not going to come back. Modric, why is he, he going to do that? <laughs> yeah, imagine that Tottenham Ledley King, maybe? Like Gaza? <laughs> so genuinely, who I mean, do you get? Their best bet would be Yaya Torre because he's managing their youth team. He's, yeah, exactly. He's not a Tottenham legend, though, is he? No. Well, Tottenham have. No. One. They've got legends, but none of them are coming back to manage. Yeah, that's there's the reason they left. But uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting situation. Would Ryan Mason be a good call? Cool, so you could just pr- he's already involved in the club setup. You could just promote him. No, right. you're not bringing Ryan Mason as a full time manager. I think. You cry. need someone with vision. You need a good young manager. Someone like Kieto Knudsen. Someone like uh, Ruben Amarim, as I've mentioned already. Anthony Iriola, of course, of Rare Vallecano. Someone like that that can really get their teeth into the job. But expectation has to be removed from Tottenham. Yeah. They have to stop going, we have to win a cup. We have to get Champions League. And they have to put set their egos aside. Kane has to be sold. Yeah. Like he scored a ridiculous amount of goals, but that one hundred million pounds can be invested elsewhere. And in my me, opinion. No, I'm one, sure there's three Tottenham fans that disagree. The one way to keep Richardson happy is to play him. If you sell Kane, you give Richardson that starting spot. He's good enough. He's yeah. proved that time and time again in the Premier League. And but he hasn't been going enough stop. minutes for Tottenham. You have to buy players that aren't Emerson Round, Ben Davies. Um, stop buying right wing backs. Just genuinely. Whatever you do, no more wing backs. <laughs> Don't Just stop. Because Ryan Sessegnon is good enough. Tottenham are left. stuck now. How can they play a fullback? You've got Perisic and, and yeah. um, um, uh, Porro. What? But Porro's done all right. Dejan Spence. I'd rather play Dejan Spence. But how do Tottenham currently have 
So many wingbacks. Three. Who needs three? If, if, if any manager came in right now and tried to play a fullback, it wouldn't work because they don't have any. Full they have. They have three of each wingback. They've got a winger who plays wingback. They've got Sessignon. They've got Porro. They've got Date. They've got uh, not Doherty. Davies plays on the left. Doherty's a, well, he's more of a left centre half. But they've got they, they, they play oh, Doherty. Back. They've got Doherty right. Out. Doherty's left. He's joined at Leco Madrid. But they've still oh, got yeah. Spence currently on loan at Wren, and they've got Porro and Emerson right now. So currently four. Spence out on obviously, Spence will come back from Rome. I didn't realise he was out on No, they just they sent him in January because he oh, played no. about fifteen Seven seconds. seconds. Yes. So, <laughs> genuinely, that was a grass. No. So I don't but think he's long way really on loan. Shot. That was panic. But I, I don't, don't, it's just, in crap. Don't, don't try. Just, no, no, no. I was going to talk about JJ Spence because oh. I feel horrible for him. Oh yeah. But that was linked with Tottenham. Was, sorry, linked with Chelsea, and of course, returning to Forest. He chose Tottenham. He believed in the project, and don't he's been why. given no minutes. I have no clue why. Nothing. Who is not? Ever not looked a sniff of a chance. Who's ever looked at Chelsea, Tottenham, and Forest and gone Tottenham? I'd rather not than Forest. Indeed, and that forest project was quite the. Uh, quite, it looks quite like it's on the app at the moment. Well, indeed, yeah. But they they went and got Aurier, who looked tragic at Tottenham and has looked brilliant for Forest. Yeah. It's just hilarious. And you look at the history of Tottenham players that have left and won something instantly. It is it's just remarkable. Just uh, actually remarkable. Just how to finish up, then it happens every um, time. Where does Conte go after Tottenham? Juve probably. Yeah. I think it makes the most sense. You've ain't a lot of trial right he, now. Conte's going to go back and help Paul, 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 probably sold. No, he, well, so far, Juve's new sporting director, I think. But he's always I don't remember if they've brought or, someone else in. Or rapping, or getting his hair dyed. Or... Has Popper done any rapping? Yeah, he's been in a rapping video, um, I think. Of course you would know. You're like Sooness. Just, oh, what's Popper up to? <laughs> really got a question. What, Popper, what has Popper done here? But I think Conte's ended. It's going to Italy, isn't he? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Inter. I think Inzaghi's safe there. I don't really know what's going on in Juventus ever. That's just Man, a general a bit rule of, of thumb. Interesting point of view. Pioli go the other way? Maybe. Just Pioli, where does Pioli go, though? I don't know, but they got smacked by what you'd made the other night. Yeah. That wasn't really surprising though. Milan have been so inconsistent you think this year. last year winning the Scudetto to this year just being nowhere. No, no, Napoli been good, but they're not even second best, man. Do you think maybe if Conte hadn't gone to Tottenham, he'd be be at a bigger club right now? Yeah. Could he have ended up at a, I don't know, would that Letty be eyeing him up for the end of this year? Maybe. Diego Simeone leaves. If PSG. I mean, they could bring him in anyway. They could Who's still trust in Conte. Oh, Gautier. Christophe Gautier. He won't go anywhere yet unless they throw away the league. Where's Poch? Unemployed. Could he come back to Tottenham? Well, this has been discussed, hasn't it? I, mean, I look at it and go... Back. I could see it. That's I think it makes what, sense. Yeah, I mean, but... he took him to the final. But that's the problem with Tottenham. Even, even in their best year in the Premier League, they still lost to Leicester. <laughs> yeah. That is the, and don't get me wrong, that Claudio Ranieri's team was just unstoppable. They're brilliant. Jamie Vardy yeah. was the best player in the world. Indeed. I think we've reached a nice yeah. conclusion yeah. for this show. Antonio Cotte should not be sacked by Tottenham yet no point wasting the money it's not going to happen Levy loves his money Conte is just going to sit there and collect his paycheck no I just yeah it's going to be a pointless last few weeks for Tottenham if you're a Tottenham fan I've, you know it's going to be a tough tough to end of the season Yeah, just support someone else for a couple of months because there's nothing going to happen for Tottenham until June, July yeah. but then maybe you can get excited or maybe like every year 
you won't be able to. But uh, anyway, that is the end of today's yeah, show. Yeah. If you have enjoyed, make sure to get involved in the comments down below. I'm sure a lot of you have thoughts on today's discussion. We'd love to hear from you guys. And of course, get involved in the comments down below with you guys. So yeah, please do leave some comments, engage with each other. We love seeing yeah. these little conversations emerging in the comments. It's always great to see. But yeah, and of course, if you are new, hit that subscribe button, hit like as well. That helps push it out to new people and the people on Spotify. There's loads of fun buttons that do fun things like downloading and hitting that follow button and rating us five stars if you've enjoyed today's show. But that's all from us today. Thank you all very much for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. See ya.